Hi everyone, welcome to Joshua Live. I'm Gary Temple Bodley. Uh, this one is a special episode. It's a deep dive into perspective. There are some really interesting questions on this one, especially the one by Kate at the end, which is really showing you that your perspective is really the only thing that matters. From that perspective, you'll have certain choices, decisions, and actions you can take, and it's a narrow range of those possibilities. But when you raise your perspective, you'll have a new set of choices, decisions, and actions. So it's all about seeing if you can look at things from the higher perspective. Then when you do make a decision, you say, why is this for me? You go into that experience, then you look at it from after the experience and try and see the perfection in it and sort of get into this flow of life where you're really understanding how the whole process works and realizing it's a journey of self-discovery. It's very cool. Uh, if you get on board with your journey of self-discovery, you'll have a lot less resistance. You'll go with the flow. Things will be funner and easier and lighter and more, make a lot more sense to you and you'll start to see things from higher perspectives more easily. Talking about higher perspectives, the best way to raise your perspective on your life as it is right now is to enroll in our boot camp. We have the next boot camp starting October 17th. This boot camp is unlike anything you've ever experienced before. It's an eight-week deep, deep dive that will shift your perspective from the time you come in to the time you exit it. You'll learn how the universe works, who you truly are, why you're here, what your soul's purpose is, and you'll understand the law of attraction in a way that will start to make sense to you. So if you'd like to learn more about the bootcamp, send me an email to garybodley at gmail.com. Realize that this is your inspiration, that you are ready for it. If you're listening to this now, there's a reason you are listening to it now. So go ahead and send me that email and I'll send you some information and we'll get together for a conversation. It's quick and easy and it takes about 30 minutes, 45 minutes, uh, and you'll really enjoy it. It'll be recorded and you can listen to it later and, and uh, you'll get a lot out of it too. So uh, go ahead and do that. Also, like and subscribe and leave a comment or a re review. Those are the most important things you can do to help us spread the word about these teachings and, and uh, reach other people. So thanks again for being here, and I hope you enjoyed this episode. We are thrilled to be here. Aloha, Joshua. Hi, Joshua. Hi. Joshua. Well, this calls for a special session. We'd like to talk to you about this idea of perspective, this idea that when you're looking at things from a higher perspective where you think for some reason, maybe possibly that you could be the creator of all this, that things could be working out for you, that things aren't as terrible as you once thought they were, that everything has a plan, everything's in motion, everything's moving you towards exactly what you intended prior to your birth. And then you got a little resistance because that doesn't seem like the way it should go. It seems like you should get what you want. It seems like you should be happy and healthy and in great relationships and nothing should go wrong. And when you think that nothing should go wrong, well, maybe you're not really seeing what's happening here. Maybe you're not really understanding how this whole system works. And that's fine because there is a big illusion in here. The illusion is called fear, loss, whatever you want to call it. And it's really the illusion of separation, of disconnection, of not understanding your connection to source, your connection to your inner self, your connection to all that is and your connection to each other. Well, that's why this reality was created. So that you can come and sift and sort and play around and start at one level and see if you can get up to another level and see if you can get up to another level and see if you can raise your perspective, raise your vibration, and maybe at some point come to understand how this whole reality really works. Well, it's a fun reality from our perspective, from your perspective, maybe not so much, but when you transition to non-physical, you'll see it clearly. It is a playground. That's all that's going on here. And to enjoy any playground, what do you do? You play, you have fun, you take things less seriously, use your imagination, you mix it up with all the other people you're playing with, and maybe you'll get a knee here and there, but you'll laugh about it. It's not such a big deal. You'll want to come again tomorrow and come again the day after that and come again the day after that because there's no funner place in the universe than this reality you're experiencing right now. This is where you wanted to be and you did all the necessary work you had to do to be here because you are all intrepid explorers. Whether you're on the call now or listening at a later date, if you're listening to these words and they make any sense to you whatsoever, it's because you are ready for this adventure. Now, this is an adventure, sure. It could be easier, but it would be boring for you. You could have chosen any physical reality, but this is the one you chose. And so you came at this time of awakening, you came and were born the perfect time for you. You were born into the perfect family for you, the perfect body for you. Everything was lined up, teed up, ready for you to take off and have the adventure of your lifetime. You chose your guides and supporters and they're with you in every moment. So what are you here to do? Well, we could say nothing. We could say, just have fun. 
we could say just enjoy yourself and that would be a great ride. That would be an expansive ride and that would be a perfectly fine ride for you. But really what's going on here is you're trying to, well, we shouldn't say the word try. You are endeavoring to understand more and more and more about who you are. Well, how does that work? Well, if you're in a very limited perspective, if you're thinking you're a victim, if you're thinking that the world's against you and you're protecting yourself from everything, well, you're not really understanding who you truly are because who you truly are is a magnificent, limitless, eternal being of pure positive love and acceptance. So how do you discover that version of you, that inner version of you that is with you in every single moment, guiding you towards an understanding of that non-physical version of you from a physical reality? How do you do that? You raise your perspective. How do you raise your perspective? Well, maybe you challenge all the beliefs you have in your entire reality that says you're not the creator of your reality. Guess what? You all have a fundamental, similar limiting belief. The limiting belief says, I'm not the creator of my reality. So you get to play with this sort of what might seem as some sort of conflict there where you perceive yourself to be a victim, but really you're the creator. Two opposing ideas, two little bits of conflict there, it's two weird things going on in this reality. How could you be the creator of your reality and yet not actually create your reality? Well, your, your reality is really created from your inner self's perspective, from the perspective that you had, knowing who you are. Now you jump into this reality, you forget who you are, and you endeavor to make your way towards a better understanding of who you are without even knowing what you're doing. So you're led sometimes, well, you're led every time, but sometimes you, you pay attention to where you're led and you see things from another perspective and you look at things that you once saw as wrong or bad. And then you maybe look at them from another perspective as how could they be, well, maybe not good, but how could they be right? How could this all be working out for you? What's the bigger picture here? That's the higher perspective. The bigger picture is the higher perspective. If you align with this purpose that you have to discover who you are and to be in service of others. If you align with this idea that you are all connected, that you are all one, that there is no separation, that the separation is just an illusion. If you align with that, and then you start making your way day by day by day on this journey of self-discovery, going with the flow of what is happening, being light and easy and carefree about where things are headed and not having to really think too much about your decisions, just doing what you're inspired to do. Well, you get to know yourself a little bit more. That's all that's going on here. It's simple. It's basic. It's not so complicated. It doesn't have to be hard. In fact, if it seems hard, you're not really looking at it from the higher perspective. You're looking from the limited perspective. So you can know, am I being a victim in this moment, thinking the things are wrong or bad, thinking that how I feel is based on what's happening in my reality outside of me? Am I attached to this limited version of me for some reason, maybe to keep me safe? Am I trying to avoid negative emotion or manifestation events? Am I in fear of the inspirations coming to me and saying, no, I don't want to change. I don't want things to be different. I don't want to go in that direction. It's not going to give me my ideal. It's not going to make me feel good. If you're resisting any of it, well, that's part of the game. The resistance part is obviously your confusion about who you truly are because if you knew who you truly are you'd resist none of it you'd understand that if you ordered chocolate ice cream and they gave you rainbow sherbet you would say oh i get rainbow sherbet today this will be interesting i never really liked rainbow sherbet but let's try it and let's see what happens and lo and behold you enjoy the rainbow sherbet you don't care about the chocolate ice cream you can get the chocolate ice cream anytime you are enjoying and appreciating and feeling grateful for what is in your reality that's the level of acceptance that most humans are not willing to entertain because they say, no, 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 I want what I want. I have my preferences. I have my desires. I have all these things that I need to make me happy. And if I don't have those things I need to make me happy, then I'm going to use all that as my excuse to be unhappy. Well, that's your choice. And if you want to play that game, that's fine. But the real game is played by accepting what is and then relishing what is coming to you, knowing that it is always leading you to something unimaginable. This is an unimaginable life because you cannot possibly see what's coming when you start to let go of your limited perspective and maybe move up to a little bit higher perspective. And with that, we'd like to talk to you about anything you'd like to talk about. Who would like to start? Hey, Joshua, I got a question for you. Absolutely. I would like to explore the word and the behavior procrastination. So if, uh, if you're not... In inspired to take action on something, but there's something that you need to do, 
um, you know, with there's no good or bad and yada, yada, yada. Is procrastination real or is it a form of resistance or is it self-judgment or just, just what is that? All of the above. You are being moved to a higher perspective of yourself in every moment, every day. When you believe you need to be something, when you believe you need to do something, when you need to have something and you're not moving forward or you're not acting on the inspiration or even if you're not acting on the urge, what you're saying is, I'm still exploring this current perspective. I'm not ready to move to another perspective. I'm choosing to see, A, I believe I have to do something, or B, I'm in fear of something I have to do, or C, the, even the perception that you have to do it, or any number of other reasons. We won't go into them, but we've covered the basis on this. What is happening here when you have what appears to be an obstacle to moving forward in a environment where you know at some point you're gonna do it. At some point, you're going to push past the fear, you're gonna get up and you're going to go through the steps and once you've made that decision, well, the obstacle will be cleared from your path. You will be led on a journey, a vibrational journey, to the stage of perspective, whatever that may be, on the other side of that obstacle. So imagine something you fear. You don't want to do your taxes. You know you're going to do them. You know at some point you will do them. But what's preventing you from doing them? You don't feel like looking up all the data and the numbers and adding it all in. You're worried about how much money you're going to have to pay. You're worried about the timing of it all. You're worried about late fees and penalties and getting it in and all these things and paying the accountant and all these things that you might have to do. Certainly, in this case, that's simply fear. If you got it and did it all today, it would be no problem. Not, nothing at all. Once you got started on it, you would find out exactly that everything is in place when you're ready. And in fact, it may be a point where you're just not ready yet. Things are not lined up for you yet. And so we say, don't worry about procrastination. Don't worry that you think you have to do something. Choose another topic. Do something that's fun. At this moment in time, you're just not ready. It could be a good thing. It could be a bad thing. You have no idea. Now, if it's a good thing, well, then the timing will all work out. Well, you'll do this thing exactly at the right time. If it's a bad thing, that's the illusion. You look at it again. How could it be a bad thing that I don't want to do this thing? What is it? Just that question in your mind will bring you all the answers. Why am I stuck on this issue when there's no reason I should be stuck on this issue? Why have I been putting off and putting it off and putting it off? You don't have to come up with the answers. It doesn't matter. The fact is that at this moment, you have made a choice. That choice is based on the perspective you're holding. The choice is not to move forward. You could make another choice, possibly, but that would require that you had another perspective. So there is no possible way you could do anything that you're procrastinating about because your perspective is at this level. The only choice in front of you is not to do it. You have no other choice. There's not any possible way in this moment you could do it. You could force yourself to do it, and guess what's going to happen? Effort, struggle, pain, discomfort, dissatisfaction, even suffering to get it. And then what happens when you do it? Either you quit in the middle of it, or it just doesn't work out, or some technological glitch comes around. It is not the right time for you but this is an experience for you. It's showing you something about yourself. It is a way to learn about yourself. Every single thing you do or do not do is telling you something about yourself. This is your journey of self-discovery. So you can have two perspectives on procrastination. Perspective A, a higher perspective, it's just not the right time. Perspective B, a limited perspective, I am not a good person for putting this off. This is wrong and bad. I should be different than I am. Well, always choose the higher perspective because the higher perspective is closer to the truth. Now, let's say that you're procrastinating and you just simply say, oh, this is interesting. I just don't want to do it now. It could be that I'm not ready for it or things aren't lining up yet. It could be that I'm just not capable of it and I'm not good enough at this sort of thing and I don't know what I'm doing. And then there's another perspective above that. 
So could you reach a higher perspective? The higher perspective that you have so far is, well, I just can't do it. It's not the right time. The highest perspective you can reach right now quickly is it's just not the right time. Much better than the limited perspective saying, I don't know what I'm doing here. The higher perspective is I'll have all the answers when it's the right time. But is there a higher perspective than that? Can you bump up against the ceiling about where you are while still maintaining your belief system that says, hold on here. If I just think about why, why would I even do this thing I'm thinking about doing? Well, the answer to that why, if you're on a journey of self-discovery, which you are, is I'm going to learn something about myself in this process. Bam, you've gone up to another perspective. Now what decisions, choices, and actions are available to you? See, you sort of think that you have sort of some control over this. You believe, because the illusion is so strong, that you could get up right now and go out and do the thing you're, that you're procrastinating against. It's a simple choice, yes or no. Yes, I can make either of those choices, but no, that's not accurate. What you're actually doing is based on the perspective that you're choosing. That's it. You have no choices from that. It's just whatever's in that perspective. And if in that perspective it says, beat myself up because I'm not doing the thing I should be doing, then that's what you're going to do. And that's not wrong or bad. That is just the perspective that you have. It is not wrong or bad in any way. It's just based in that perspective. You don't really have a choice. You may have four choices in there. They're all going to lead to the same exact place, the same feeling place. You raise that perspective. Okay. It's not the right timing. Great. Now raise that perspective a little bit more. Why am I doing it? Because something in this activity will be for me when I'm ready for it. And guess what happens? New choices, new decisions, and new actions. How you think about anything is really the determining factor in your perspective. If you look at simply your perspective and nothing else, guess what happens? You open up all the available choices, all the available choices within your mental construct and your belief system. That is very helpful. Thank you, Joshua. Excellent. Who's next? I have a question. Diana. Hi. So a few months ago, I was inspired to look into getting dual citizenship. My parents are both from Mexico. I was born here. And I've been wanting for years to take my son and my husband to the little town that my parents are from, which is really beautiful and cute. And the people are warm and I have a lot of family there. It's just really fun. I used to go there when I was a kid and spend summers there. And I just, I love it. And so I was inspired a few months ago to look into dual citizenship. And then I saw on Facebook, some of my cousins, my age that I used to go to Mexico with growing up, took their kids and they were having an amazing time. And I was like, that's what I want right there. And so I reached out to them because they have dual citizenship and it's a lot easier than I thought it would be. And so when I talked to my dad about it, because I need his birth certificate and my mom's and, you know, all this paperwork, he was very like against it. He was like, why would you ever want to do that? That I will do whatever you want. I will, if you need documents, I will support you. But I think it's a horrible idea. Mexico's dangerous. What if something happens to you? Then you're under their laws. What about you're American? Why would you want to do that? Like all the like fear-based opinions. And I was like, okay, dad, like I see some of your points, but not all of them. And I still have this inspiration to do it um, and to pursue it. So I just wanted to ask, like the inspiration was there, but then the, you know, these fear fear-based opinions came in and now I'm kind of like, should I proceed? Should I not? What should I do? So if you had your father say to you, this is the greatest idea ever. I want to go with you. This is so much fun. You'll love this little town. You'll see all your relatives. It'll be fantastic. You'll have the best time. Would you have any wobble in that? No. But he didn't come back that way. He came back in a little bit different way. So what is he really doing? He's simply showing you a little tiny wobble in your vibration. Well, that's okay because he's just showing a small wobble. He didn't say, I refuse to do it and I won't do it. He said, I'll do whatever you want to do, but this is my fear that I have now. 
And you could have a judgment on that and say, well, he's just older and he grew up in a different generation and he just is reading a different kind of news based in his perception of his own reality. He doesn't really understand where I am on my spiritual journey and why I have this inspiration. But he didn't say no. So you've got a little area there to play with. He didn't say mm-hmm. absolutely yes. He didn't say absolutely no. He said, I have some fears in this area. He's simply being a reflection of a vibration of what you have. Because somewhere in there, there might be, well, if I take my kids and what if something happens there? And, you know, is it really as dangerous as they seem? A little t- tiny wobble. That's okay. You get to see where you are in the reflection of others at all times. That's why they're there. You get to clean up that wobble. Even if you're not consciously recognizing it, you could say there's three different possible perceptions that he could have or comebacks or conversations that we could have. One, absolutely agree. Two, absolutely no. And three, some fear there in the middle. If he said absolutely agree, you would be knowing for sure that you had no wobble of your own. If he said absolutely no, you would know for sure that you had a lot of wobble. And somewhere in the middle, there's that range there. So what do you do? Do you try and convince him otherwise? Well, that would be trying to make the mirror reflect something different back to you. Putting lipstick right on the mirror instead of on your own lips. So here you have this chance, knowing what you know, to say, well, I wasn't even recognizing these limiting beliefs because that's just how it works. You don't recognize the limiting belief until the manifestation event happens, unless you're thinking. A lot of times you will have these resistant thoughts and you will, you will push them away. You will, you will think about something else or you'll say, no, that's ridiculous or whatever it is. And then they come back and they come back and they come back and you haven't solved the problem of a belief system or a mental construct within yourself or within the kids, your husband, who's ever involved in this. Then you see your cousins having a great time. Well, that sort of lets you know that, well, other people are doing it. Sort of like having a fear of flying. You might be deathly afraid of getting into an airplane with no control whatsoever. But then you notice that everyone's doing it. And the flight attendants are very comfortable. And they're flying all over the world all day long. So use that as your evidence to prove your limiting beliefs are false. Statistically, it's the safest mode of travel. Well, look at Mexico. Millions and millions of people. Maybe there's a lot of news. But statistically, it is as safe as Chicago, if you looked at the actual numbers. Now, you're not inspired to go to Chicago. You're inspired to go to this little town in Mexico. Are you really getting led there for some huge, tragic manifestation event? Likely not. You're being led there because there's something for you there. Now, we must say that the inspiration that you received, you went all the way to the end of it to a fun time in Mexico with your family. That may not be what it is all about. You see? Mm -hmm. Because the first thing that happened is you thought this dual citizenship thing. That means you had to interact with your parents. You couldn't do this without it. You could have simply said, let's just go to Mexico. We'll go to some place just like everyone else goes. We don't need to have dual citizenship. There's no reason to have it. Let's just do a normal vacation like everyone else. But no, there was the inspiration was to get dual citizenship. And that led you into this conversation with your father so that you can now have this conversation with us and we can tell you exactly what it is like to discover a limiting belief and then how to process that limiting belief to find evidence that proves it's false. You don't, may not even need to go any further. Once you've understood this, this is how you're being led to a new perception of yourself a new understanding of your own limiting beliefs that you're not aware of, now you can look at any situation that comes up and you have a question, why is there some resistance there? What is this showing me? I didn't think I had a limiting belief, but apparently the mirror could not reflect anything inaccurately, so I must have this limiting belief. Let me process that. I'll pull out a manifestation event form. I'll go through it. I'll let my inner self write it for me. I'll channel the information. I'll just free write the whole thing. And let's see if there's a little satisfaction or a little relief at the end of it. If you're feeling a little relief, if you're feeling some emotion, you know that you've done some work to address and minimize the effects of this limiting belief. 
your vibration has become more aligned with who you truly are. Now, from this new perspective that you've just burst through, is there more inspiration coming? Then you say, oh yeah, let's check on flights. Now you know you're off in the right direction. You've settled the little limiting belief there. You've contacted your parents. You've gotten the paperwork. And you've said to yourself, this is the decision that I'm going to do. And because of that decision, you know that you've raised your perspective to make that available when it wasn't available before. Where you are now is in question of whether you should even do this thing or especially whether you should put your parents through more turmoil by actually going through with it. Raise that perspective, realize the parents were simply a vibrational reflection of that perspective. And now new options, new decisions, new choices, and new actions become available to you. And one of those actions might be to go ahead and get the paperwork and fill the form. Maybe, maybe not. You might be inspired for something completely different altogether. The awareness of the reflection is a evidence of a incredibly high perspective. Most people at limited perspectives would have different choices, different actions, different decisions to be made. They may scrap the plan altogether to avoid conflict and negative emotion with their parents, or they may argue with their parents trying to change the mirror rather than understanding themselves. This has come to you to ask this question now, to you, for you to be inspired to ask this question. This question now and the answer, well, you may not understand it fully in this moment because you're still somewhat in the question vibration, is going to help countless people who, is, who are not yet in that vibration of the question, who are more in the vibration of this answer, to have a light go off in them and realize everything outside of me is just a reflection of who I'm being, what I'm thinking, what I'm believing, and the mental construct that I have in this current moment. That's all that is. Armed with that awareness, they've raised their perspective. So we want you to know that by your willingness to come and play with us and talk about this subject, you have lit up a whole bunch of people and raised their perspective enough that they can start to see this happening too. This is the power that you have in choosing a new perspective. And it is fascinating. Thank you. That was really awesome. Excellent. Thank you. Who's next? I have a question. I was invited to do many things today and I felt I wanted to jump on the call. I was a bit late and I came in when you were asking the question, Diana. And I live in Mexico for three years. It's an amazing place. And my question, uh, Joshua, Gary, uh, it's about this. I've been, uh, um, I've been traveling around the world and I, I train a lot, uh, especially around astrology, uh, all these healing technique, uh, water massage. I, I study more and more and more to try to be the best. And uh, when I came back to, I, I lived in Mexico, like uh, doing various projects. And now to raise funds for a project in Mexico, I came to Europe. And I try to share what I do. And when I try to connect with the community of conscious people, you know, the eco village and this kind, they always tell me, yes, you can volunteer. And I'm trying to tell them, no, I need to raise funds for this eco project in Mexico. I cannot just give away my free time. I do already in Mexico with the orphanage, but in Europe, I came here with the intention to gather a lot of resources. But what's happening to me, it's like, when I proposed massage and other things lately, I had people asking me if I was doing tantric massage. Uh, I listen every day to your meditation and the work, but I wonder if like, is the universe trying to tell me you need to raise quicker funds? A normal massage, you ask $80. A tantric massage, you ask $300. So that's the way to do. But there is something inside of me, I don't know if it's moral or... We have the vibration of the question you're asking. So we will start from the beginning. Why? Why are you doing any of this? Because I need to raise money and recover from the ex-partner. They took my previous money for the project. So I felt 
I don't know how to recover. And the only way I could is like working. Okay, we understand that you said, okay, you understand, we understand that you said you need to raise money for some mm -hmm. project. Yeah. Is this true? What will happen if you personally do not raise money? Will anything happen to your physical being? I will lose the land. I won't be able to buy the land and do this like ecological project that I really want to do. You will lose the land that you've already mm -hmm. purchased to do something that you believe you need to do. Is that right? Yes. Why do you think... I really you... want to have... Okay, we understand. We understand. Let us finish. Why do you think you need to do this? Because I, I will feel way better and safer. Excellent. Be Excellent. In a perfect. Place perfect. We got it. We got the vibration. We got the vibration. You think okay. that you will feel better. So what you're doing is you're trying to solve the problem of how you're feeling now. And you believe that the way to solve the problem of how you're feeling now is by creating external conditions, whether that's work or money or land or serving others or whatever it is that will make you feel better. This is simply in opposition to every law of the universe. Nothing outside of you can ever make you feel anything. If you endeavor to change the conditions to get what you think you want, you might get what you think you want, but you will never feel any different. There's only one place to start. Mm -hmm. Start at the acceptance of how you feel now. Understand that everything in your life has brought you to this moment, to this question, right now, to this understanding. Now, you may have to listen to this answer again a couple times because you're fully in the vibration of the question. And what you are wanting is an answer of, yes, you should do this, yes, you should do that, yes, you should do that. That's fine. That's the illusion. There is nothing wrong with that. But here's the rub. That's the perception, which is highly limited, of the victim. The victim simply perceives that outside conditions can make them feel something different than they feel now. Now, you've had a lot of experience with this because if you're hungry and you change the conditions by eating, you perceive that the hunger went away. If you're lonely and you go out and change the conditions and meet someone, at least you're with someone and you perceive that the loneliness went away. That's all part of this illusion. All of it stems from your perspective on yourself. So the way to move to other feelings about yourself is to move out of this illusion of victimhood based in fear and towards a greater understanding of who you are which will lead you to higher perspectives and higher understandings of who you are. That's the only thing that you want. That's the only way that you will feel different. And until then, you'll go through all these experiences and all these manifestation events and all these questions and all this doubt and all this fear and all this confusion and all this dissatisfaction and all this discontentment and all this suffering and all this effort and struggle doing things, trying to change the conditions, until you stop and you say, I'm perfect as I am. There's nothing wrong going on here. I'm not living quite in the moment yet. I'm living in the past for things that I think should have been different than they were. I'm living in the future to try and prevent things from happening to me so they don't feel negative emotion. I'm a highly sensitive person. I used to think that was a bad thing. Now I realize it's a very good thing because it's making me ask these questions. And the answer to all your questions is you'll have to start seeing yourself more as who you truly are and less as who you're not. So if you think you need something from the conditions to make you feel something, you can just know, all right, in this moment, I'm pretending that I'm a victim and this illusion is very strong. I'm in a highly limited perspective. And in this perspective, manifestation events are coming all the time to show me where my mental construct is where my perspective is. If it's not working, if it's not fun, if it's not joy, if it's not satisfaction, if, I, if things aren't going perfect in every area of my life, 
It's for one reason and one reason only. It's because I have a limited perspective. I'm making choices and decisions based in that limited perspective. It's all I have available. There's no other choices and decisions and actions possible at this perspective. So whatever I do is based on the perspective, and that's fine. But before you do anything, think about why. There's only one answer. It's for you. How is it for you? Because in the doing of anything, in the decision to do anything at all, in the decision to do regular massage or tantric massage, whatever it is, in that hour-long massage, you're going to learn something about yourself. You're not doing it for the other person. If you think you're doing it for the other person, you're perceiving yourself as a victim. If you know you're doing it for you, you're perceiving yourself as the creator of your reality. This is how you create your reality. You understand that everything you do, every action you take, is for you to learn more about yourself because you really, really, really want to understand who you are. When you understand who you are, then you'll be inspired to be of service in the most joyful, fun, easygoing, helpful way possible. You will not have to ever struggle and everything will line up for you. Until you understand who you are, you are of no service to anyone. So make your number one priority in life not to be of service in order to feel good, but to understand who you are so that one day you can know yourself enough to be of service to others. Excellent question. Who's next? I'll go. Excellent, Kate. I kind of have two questions. Maybe they're separate, maybe they can kind of go together and I'm not even sure I can really put it together in an actual question. So one of them is I'm hearing like this, like raising our perspective and I don't know if this would be accurate and can explain better. When we raise our perspective, are we somewhat unlocking codes in us, like energetic codes? So I'm kind of curious. And then as we, you know, reduce our limiting beliefs and fears, are we kind of like shedding those codes? So like a victim code. And so kind of on the code question. And then the other question, and you can combine them however you like is, you know, and we talk about like the grand ascension, grand awakening, that we're at this kind of like tipping point of enough beings playing the earth platform game, awakening to the truth. And then we've also heard Joshua say that you will transition and, and you know, leave the game this lifetime if you, when you're no longer a, a vibrational match to earth. Is it accurate to say that, you know, the that earth is also in this grand ascension and ascending at a, fa a, a more rapid pace awakening. And if, and there, we're going to see also this kind of separation, so to speak, or not separation, just um, a lot of transitioning. If for of beings who are not ascending in grand ascension, there's excellent. Let's start with the vibration of the earth, the earth vibration, like the vibration of the entire universe is expanding. The earth offers little to no resistance. So as it moves through the universe, as the physical observation of this solar system shooting out into the universe, into new areas, you can understand that when there's no resistance or little resistance, it is just going with the flow of this movement out. Think about the resistance of moving a planet the size of Earth through space. It's a vacuum. There's really no resistance. There's this consciousness of the planet, and that consciousness is old enough, wise enough, understanding enough to realize that it is not separate. And so it doesn't care where it is or where the other planets are or where the comets or asteroids or any of this. It's not trying to protect itself. It's bravely going through space, seeking out new life, new civilizations, and all that. The human, though, comes in with a perception of separation. While the planet is connected to all other bodies in the universe, completely connected to all of it, completely in love and conscious awareness of it from its perspective, a different kind of consciousness than you would say a human consciousness, maybe not as aware, but playing the game over a long term period without any fear. The human comes in with the 
separation illusion, disconnection. And in that is fear. It can't have separation without the aspect of fear. It wouldn't work. So fear is this aspect of love that allows humans to come in and sift and sort and play around and feel disconnected and move towards a higher understanding of themselves over lifetimes. You come into this lifetime with intentions. Okay, those intentions then are based in what you've learned or how you've expanded in previous lifetimes, and you might call that karma. So you've sifted and sorted in other lifetimes, you've played around, and in each lifetime you've raised your perspective. Some lifetimes just a little, some lifetimes a lot, and this lifetime you come in and you say, well, this is the age of awakening, things are teed up for me to really discover who I am in this lifetime, I'm going to explore this aspect and that aspect, and to do that I'm going to be born to these parents at this time, this state, with this body, and this name, and all those aspects that create your trajectory. All of that was intended by you from a perspective that was aligned fully with the truth of this system of physical reality. You've done this a lot. You know how it works. You've had guides and counselors and, and entities helping you with the planning of all this. And so you come in, and as soon as you get here, you're hungry, you're tired, you offer resistance. And then you learn that you're not the creator of your reality. And then you learn that you have to be safe. You have to protect yourself. You have to watch out. And then you feel negative emotion because now you're perceiving yourself as a victim. I don't have any control. And if you're where you're from, you don't have that sense. So there's a, there's a disconnect from who you truly are to how you're feeling about yourself now. That is the guidance of negative emotion. Fine. So you play with that. You realize that, okay, can I start to see myself in a new way? And then you're led by your inner self and guides and supporters step by step by step to books and videos and friends and experiences and all these things that will lead you to higher perspectives. But most of the time, when you're not aware, when you're not awake, you're resisting all of it, thinking it's bad and wrong, wishing things were different, holding on to some ideal. Then you end up at these teachings or other teachings and you start to say, okay, well, there's something else going on here. So then now you're gonna incorporate different concepts. The concept of focus on the positive aspects, the concept of everything is right, the concept of what I think is bad or wrong is based on limiting beliefs, the concept of nothing is ever happening to me, it's always happening for me, the concept of when I transition, I'll return to the non-physical, I don't have to fear death, the concept of everything in my reality is actually me mirroring back my mental construct, my perspective, my vibration back to me. Wow, that's a higher perspective. So you've burst through these, you've unlocked the codes to access higher levels of perspective every time. The more you play with these ideas and the more you incorporate them to your life, the more you feel them, you release resistance that you've been holding on and holding on. As you release resistance, like a hot air balloon, you move into higher perspectives. You feel lighter, you feel easier. But you get to a high perspective, and now in this reality, at a very high perspective, things are happening fast, this dimension. Things are coming to you. Sometimes, a lot of manifestation events are coming to you. And if you're still holding on to this victim mentality, you're gonna have a hard time with those, but they wouldn't come to you if you weren't ready for them. So you'll always be challenged a little bit. You'll always have some events that say, wow, I didn't see that coming, because you just weren't really aware of maybe a limiting belief that you hadn't accessed yet. And in order to move to an even higher perspective, you need to access that limiting belief and process it. Really look at it, really feel it, really, really come to the understanding of why you feel that way, why you believe those things, and to prove to yourself it's false. Because until you do that, well, it's like having sandbags on the hot air balloon. They're holding you down at a certain altitude. Once you process the limiting beliefs, then you have a code that takes the lock off the sandbag. You release the sandbag, and now you elevate into a higher dimension, a higher perspective. And in that higher perspective, things will move faster. It will be lighter. You'll have less worries and less fears and less old limiting beliefs, but you'll encounter new ones, new ones you hadn't considered. And so imagine that 
in one lifetime, you really want to go through many, many layers of perspective. Well, think about what that life would be like. You'd be rushing into limiting beliefs. You'd have major manifestation events all the time. You'd be taking quantum leaps. Is that what's comfortable for you? If it is, if that's fun, if you are one that doesn't mind feeling the intensity of that kind of journey, then maybe that's your choice. Maybe you only have a quantum leap like Gary does every couple of years, or maybe only a couple times a, a lifetime. Maybe you are like someone else and you have many of these quantum leaps and you're moving rapidly, but in that rapid ascension, there's a lot of resistance that you're going to have to drop off. Are you willing to do that? Maybe yes, maybe no. It doesn't matter. It's what you intended prior to your birth. So there's nothing for you to do because guess what? Your perspective now is going to give you decisions, choices, and actions based in the questioning of this subject matter. And you're just going to do what you're going to do. You don't need to control any of it. Get it? You don't have to worry about any of it. You don't have to worry about anything. It's all laid out for you by you from the higher perspective. So imagine prior to being born here, your perspective on yourself is complete. You understand yourself fully. You understand the laws of the universe fully. You understand the vibration of everything fully. You played in earth a bunch of times. So you understand the earth fully. And then you make a decision to come back. Why? Because the delicious expansion that's provided in this environment is irresistible to someone like you. So you're eager to jump in and you intend a lot of things to happen. You say, well, let's learn about this subject matter and let's play around in that topic over here. And let's, let's come equipped with these talents and attributes and interests and intelligence. And, and you plop yourself down here and you have an adventure. Now the, physical self going through this will be looking outside itself because that's the illusion. How is Sally doing? How is Jimmy doing? What kind of career should I have? How should I be in a family? How should I be in a relationship? How should I be with friends? How should I be making money? Where should I live? All these things. You don't understand that the choices and decisions and actions are based on the perspective that you're choosing to hold. So, Naturally, you might have an experience, have a limiting belief from that experience, and then adopt a limited perspective of yourself. And then you'll be resisting, 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 because it's not true. And then something happens and you have another experience. And maybe in that experience, it leads you to a higher perspective and a higher perspective at the pace that's comfortable for you, depending on what you intended prior to your birth. So what do you do as a human? You say, all right, let's just give up all the things I think I want and all my preferences and all these things. Is that possible? Of course not. But intellectually, you can understand that. Let's just say you're on a roller coaster that you designed for yourself. When you go to the amusement park, you stand in line, you get onto the roller coaster. That's like being born. When you're going slowly up the hill, that's like being a baby. Nothing much is happening there. It's a nice view. You're comfortable. And then you get to the top. And then you go on your ride. Now, can you slow it down? No. Can you change course? No. Can you switch seats? No. Can you really even focus on anyone else? No. It's going to go where it goes. So you give up. You surrender to the path of the roller coaster and you just enjoy the ride. Now, can you imagine someone there if they put a little steering wheel on there and little brakes on their little car and they're trying to slam on their brakes and they're turning the steering wheel, but it keeps going in the direction it's going to go anyway. The illusion of the steering and the brakes on that cart make no sense from the higher perspective. But the one who has been given the steering wheel and the brake pedals and the gear shifts believes that it should be responding to its steering the wheel, but it never is. Why is it? Because they're not a good driver? No, because they're looking at themselves from a perspective that is not true. They don't see the bigger perspective that this is just a roller coaster ride. Now, that roller coaster ride is meant to be fun, meant to be exciting, meant to be enjoyable. And the playground that you're in has infinite roller coaster rides. So you don't know which ride you're on. 
and you don't know how you pick the rides, and you think that the human self chose the rides, but what if the inner self, who's more aware, more understanding, wiser, and has a much higher perspective, is choosing the ride for you, the perfect ride for you, the only ride for you, the exact ride that you really want. Well, just that perspective shift bursts you into a new dimension. You've just unlocked the code if you get it. You've just unlocked this code. And guess what? On that ride, you can relax. You don't have to worry about anything. It's all taken care of. You don't have to worry if the railings have been painted recently or that the carts have had their wheels greased. It's all been taken care of you. You don't have to worry about the other passengers in the car because they're with you on this journey to support you in your ride. You're just there for you. So when you get in that ride, wherever this ride is taking you, you just say, why? Why am I in this ride in the first place? Oh, because from this human perspective, the idea is that every experience is for you designed for you perfectly. And it's always perfect. If you can see the perfection in it, especially after the experience and look back, you've just raised your perspective and this is what you want. Thank you so much. That was Excellent. You'll have to listen to that one a couple times because that was a little <laughs> deep. As a little change in direction, who would like to ask a silly question? Me. Fight amongst yourselves. Fight amongst ourselves. Duke I don't care if you want it. Please take it. You go. You go, Julia. Okay, thanks. I have a question about dinosaurs. <laughs> what did the universe learn about putting dinosaurs on Earth compared to putting humans on Earth? Can you explain how all of that worked? Excellent. Well, like you, the universe was created for source to understand itself. Does source care what's happening, how it unfolds, when it unfolds, the timing of anything? Source is like, oh my God, look at those dinosaurs. Those are so cool. Wow, they're so big. Look at them. Some can fly, some eat grass, some are ferocious. This is really interesting. This is an interesting experience. And then the experience is done. How far can you go with dinosaurs? It's just like if you were a little kid, you get a set of dinosaur toys and you play and play and play. And then by the time you're a year older, it loses its appeal. You can only explore so much being a dinosaur, watching dinosaurs, interacting with the dinosaurs, living through dinosaurs, the vibration of dinosaurs, the awareness of dinosaurs, that sort of thing. Same thing with the single celled amoebas. Fascinating in the beginning. Now, ah, let's move on. Let's evolve this consciousness, this creative understanding. And so then come this species, then come that species, then come humans, then come dolphins, then come octopi, then come whales, then come penguins, then come all these other species that are fascinating and interesting. And as the life force of source is interacting and moving through and, and energizing all of these things and learning and experiencing all simultaneously, while the consciousness of those is going through its ascension as well. So imagine when consciousness comes in, plays around with a single cell amoeba, does that a couple times, doesn't take long, then goes on to something maybe two or three celled, then goes on to some other thing, then a bacteria, then plays with this and plays, and is having the physical experience of that possibility of life. It learns as much as it learns from that. It expands and expands and expands and expands and expands and expands all the way through whatever's available at the time and maybe comes, says, okay, well, let's go in and try this human thing. Comes in for a little while and plays around with that and says, oh, that was interesting. And then says, okay, well, this time let's try that. Okay, that was interesting. This time let's try that. Let's try that. Let's try that. Let's try that. All in fear because that's the 
interesting part of it. You know, non-physical doesn't have this fear aspect, so doesn't care. Let's just see what it's like to be like, you feel helpless or feel like a victim or feel worthless or feel like you're being persecuted every single day for your ideas. Let's play with all these. All right, let's come in again. Let's come in again. Let's, let's do this again. This is fun. This is interesting. Every time there's expansion. Expansion in the actual physical being being incorporated into the vibration of the inner self with all the other experiences in that. Well, we have a lot of experiences. That's expansion. We know more about ourselves. That's expansion. Now, with all of this interaction, physical reality, all of this interaction on earth, all of these different lifetimes and forms of being, what would be more delicious next? Oh, how about this idea? All right, let's set it up with our guides and supporters. Let's check out with this council, see what they think. Let's go over here and talk to our friend. What do you guys think about coming with us on this one? Let's put a little intention together. And then a new consciousness is formed simultaneously with the origin consciousness and source consciousness. So you could call it Father, Son, Holy Ghost. So the new entity would be Julia. Not separated from the source consciousness and source. All is one. Not separated from anything in reality. All is one. But with a perception of separation. So that you can remember who you are. Or you can discover who you are. Or you can go on this journey. This journey can be fun, exciting, if you choose. Can be irritating. Can be annoying. Can be disappointing. Can be distasteful. Can be judgmental can be all these things or it can be fun and every life is a bit of both every life's a bit of fear every life's a bit of love every life's a bit of disappointment every life is a bit of satisfaction excellent all right well you've come here to ask questions so here we are answering your questions so your question is how do i do this with less resistance how do i go on my journey knowing it's a journey of self-discovery in more fun ease joy okay here's what you do you realize you got a mental construct. All right, you got, you got what you got. Accept that where you are. You realize you got limiting beliefs. How are you going to find them? Well, it could be in resistant thought. I think she is annoying. Oh, why do I think she's annoying? Oh, there's something in me that's a reflection of me. There, she's not actually annoying. She's just triggering some limiting belief. Let's look at the limiting belief. Oh, I have this inspiration and I'm presented with these different decisions, choices, and actions. But what if I could look at that from an even higher perspective? All right, now I have different choices, actions, decisions to make. All right, well, let's just make one of them. Now I make one and I'm going into an experience because I've already made the decision. Why am I going to the experience? For me to discover more of me because everyone in that experience is there to support my journey of self-discovery. That's all it is. So now I'm going with that perspective that they're all for me, perfect. So there's something in this interaction that I'm going to learn about myself. Great. You go through experience, whatever happens, happens. And at the end of experience, you look back and see how perfect it was. See how expansive it was. See how beneficial it was. Another high perspective. And then you bump up against some fear and you have some resistance and you procrastinate because you're not ready to go to the next level yet. That's great. Practice in the perspective that you're in now. Practice that dimension you're in now. Play around with that. What's that like? And then when you make a decision and choose to see it from a higher perspective, then you'll be moved to another dimension, even higher. And then you get to play in there. And maybe it's easier and lighter and you're more aligned with who you truly are and you're, you're going with the flow of the universe and you're in that flow state and you're in the moment more often and you're feeling better and you're, it's feeling more delicious and you're, you have more energy and you, you don't age anymore. And in fact, you start to reverse your age and people start to go, what's wrong with you? You haven't, you used to have some wrinkles. Now you don't have any wrinkles. You're looking younger and younger and younger. And then you're like, okay, this is enough. Let's go back to the non-physical. And you got the expansion you came for exactly as you intended. So your choice on earth is be in resistance and have a pretty crappy time of it or go with the flow of it and just see what unimaginable experiences can come for you. And with that, we are complete.
Thank Thanks, you. Joshua. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. Have a great week. Okay, that was pretty deep, uh, especially Kate's answer there. And you may have to listen to it a couple times to really get it. Uh, you know, it's one of those things where they're really showing us that reality is so different than what we think it is, and the illusion is so strong. But when you sort of see how it's all playing out and that you designed this life for you, perfect for you from a non-physical perspective, then you could start going with the flow of life. Uh, to get to a higher perspective, I suggest taking a look at the boot camp. The boot camp is an eight-week intensive experience. Experience teaches. Words don't teach. You can listen to this podcast and you can watch videos. You can do all that stuff. But that's sort of a passive way to do it. To really get to a new perspective, you have to have an experience. You have to learn how to process limiting beliefs. You have to let those sandbags go. You have to unlock the code to higher perspectives. And the boot camp is the way to do it. So send me an email to garybodley at gmail.com. We'll get together. I'll tell you all about it. By the end of it, you'll know exactly if it's for you or not. And thanks again for everything you do to spread the word of this podcast. We really appreciate it. So until next time, have a wonderful week. Bye.